Hello and welcome to the first podcast, the first Your Sports Memo podcast episode of the 2022-2023 Premier League season. As usual, I think this has to do with the alphabet. In alphabetical order, I'm having to start with Arsenal. As we all know, this is that season that with the with the acquisition and the experience from last season that Arsenal probably go ahead to win the Premier League title or not. Or they make a very good feast of a challenging for the title and qualifying for the UEFA Champions League. Whichever. I've got their fans in the pod with I've got their fans on the pod with me today and the We've got a newbie. His name is Victor. Victor is from his. Where is Victor? I think he's in Calabar. Victor is with us, and also the regulars, Odnayo Ruth and Bimbo Adekoya. Lady and gentlemen, welcome once again to your Sports Memo Podcast. Good morning. Thank you. And happy to be on the pod. At uh, Bimbo, um, Victor, surely you can say something. Your phone is on mute. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> Sorry, I, I was attending to something. That's why I went to you. Right. Good afternoon, everyone, and I'm happy to be here. So, Ruth, you are Madame Arsenal. Um, Odegaard is the captain for the season. There is a cloud hanging over, um, some kind of cloud hanging over Thomas Party. Ganachaka apparently turned down um, the chance to be um, the captain for the season. Uh, so he's gone to Odegaard. Gabriel Jesus is your new number nine, I think. Uh, and you've got Bukayo Saka, probably one of my favorite players in the Premier League. You've got Emil Smith Rowe. You've got Gabriel Martinelli. Why shouldn't Arsenal be challenging for the title this season, Ruth? Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon, everyone. It's great to be here once again. <laughs> I don't know. The question is so funny. I don't know. After all, challenge for the title. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think we are ripe enough anyway. We have um, serious con- um, title contenders in other teams like um, Manchester, Liverpool, and then Forza as well. Yeah. I don't know what country is trying to build on that um, side of London. So uh, I really do not think so that we can challenge for the title. So if we can't, fine. It's quite all right. But then I think. Uh, him, our target for this season should just be qualifying for the Champions League and returning back to Europe, not just the Europa League. I mean, we almost got it last season, but then it, it slipped away from our hands. Because I think for me, that's why I actually lost it. So for me, realistically, I think top four should be the target, not contending for the cycle. We might be happy for, for too much from this boy. Right. Um, Bimbo, I... I was speaking to um, some Arsenal fans last um, a few days ago, and I I said that what I think. Thank you for joining us, Wally. Just mute your mute your phone for the time being. You would I'll, I'll get you on shortly. Thank you for joining. Um, Imbo, as I was saying, I, I my my concern with 
the Arsenal squad at the moment, I would say, is that Ateta seems to be more comfortable having to deal with young players. And that, I think, that lack of experience is what I think cost Arsenal towards the end of last season, cost them that Champions League place. Are you comfortable with um, the age mix um, currently at the football club? Um, for starters, I disagree with your assumption that um, you stated that Aketa seems to be comfortable with the young players. Um, and I'll use facts to back that up. Xhaka uh, is an old warrior that has been there. Lacazette was another one. I think what um, Ateta has done is to see players that fit into the mold of what he wants to do. The club also decided to go the direction of having players within a particular ring because they want them to grow together. Interestingly, over the just in the early hours of this morning, around 12 to 1, I watched the episode 1 of the All for Nothing. And it was interesting that even though I wasn't privy to something that was happening inside, I could hazard a guess at what was happening. And I wasn't surprised when I saw certain things that are, you know, postulated and said. So, what the club is doing and what Ateta is leading that charge is to have a combination of experienced players that can play. Partey is not a young player, for example. They went for Partey with experience. Jaka is not. But they're looking for a, a, a type of high press and quality and I think they've gotten the job done very early in the season. I have my fingers crossed, maybe one or two players, uh, but I'm in a positive position and looking forward to the season. I think he has a mix of players to do. Um, winning the league, I was just reading this morning, whereby the BBC, they normally have this prediction, mm. and 23 of their TV and radio pundits, mm -hmm. you know, they asked them, and 13 out of them gave it to Man City, 10 out of them said um, Liverpool. And, you know, looking at the rankings that they used, Arsenal was placed. In fifth. So they have Man City, Liverpool, Spurs, Chelsea, Arsenal, and Man United in that order in top six. But I'm going to say something. Preseason is just preseason, mm -hmm. but it gives you a foretaste of what is to come. Okay. And I can say confidently, Arsenal will be difficult to play with this season. And we are going to be in for some pleasant surprises. Let me leave it at that. Right. Um, Wale Tawu has joined us from, from Lagos but before I go to Wale let me um, bring in Victor both Wale and Victor these are the first times on um, your Sports Mobile podcast um, Victor what 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 makes you if I'm assuming that you're you're confident going into the season but what what would be what gives you the confidence that um, Arsenal would not fold um, by by me. Um, I think there's a new drive in Arsenal. Just like the last speaker just said, mm. um, what we have seen in pre-season is different from what we have seen in pre-seasons of the past. So, what, what, what I exactly think there's a new drive. Uh, there's more purpose now. There's more purpose. That's how me I see it. There's more purpose than it used to be, you know. 
in the past. Not that those guys were bad, or it was just that the things that were expected from them at that time were not uh, coming for. So, so, for instance, our Gabriel coming in now, he's coming to prove a point, and they are started very, very well. So, I think that will, you know, the new drive will make you know a new difference in the team. I'm not saying they will win the Premiership, but uh, like the last speaker said. It's, uh, Arsenal is going to be a difficult thing to play with this what? season. What? What? Speaking from tomorrow, uh, Stellar Park. Stellar Park has always been a place that gives issues to the Arsenal. When we go there tomorrow, we'll, uh, you know, uh, sorry, rather later today, later tonight, uh, when we go there, we'll, we'll see the difference. Tonight will make the difference. Um, Victor, stop giving me, stop giving me um, um, prepared answers. Give me specifics. Why? What what makes this what would make this season different for Arsenal? What what you said preseason was different. What about the preseason was different? I said drive. Yeah, what's this drive? There's a new drive in the team. <laughs> is it is it they from, want, or is they it want to win. It's, it's not, they, they really want to win now. They really want to win something now. Right. They really want to win more. Okay. Speaking of preseason, um, while it, in in twenty, I'm trying to see remember the particular summer it was that um, I think it was 2010 summer that Arsenal hosted the Emirates Cup as usual, and Arsenal dealt with them Inter Milan at at the Emirates. The football Arsenal played as that that in that Emirates Cup, I. I was so certain that whoever that there was no way Arsenal won't win the title. Robin Van Persie played such incredible football in that in in those two or two or three games they played, and then in the in the final administration of Inter Milan, I, I remember thinking, God, this is going to be a tough season. Um, anybody who wants to play Arsenal now, Wally, you, I'm sure you can remember that Emirates Cup. What and Victor is saying something. Yeah, about, I, Victor is saying something about um, the drive that he has seen, and I, 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 I think he's probably coming from the the, the was it four 0 defeat of um, Sevilla. So do you, do, yeah. Do you share? Do you share this? Do you share his views of this new drive? Well, thank you very much, Victor. And um, basically, I. I, to an extent, I share Victor's drive. I share his vision, his view rather, basically. Because um, now, Ateta has his team for the first time. He has his team now. So on his part, uh, there are no excuses. In the way he, the team is playing the way he wanted to play, he has a philosophy. Mm-hmm. And um, now, the, the, the cost of him for me is the fact that he has brought in the likes of Zinchenko and um, Ezos, who are winners. So they will actually, I mean, impact the dressing room in their drive. Mm-hmm. And of course, I'm looking at it offensively from a from a Saka. Saka used to be our uh, major offensive threat last season, but now um, that that is taking off him a little bit. So you have Martinelli who is flying, you have uh, Jesus, you have Inkitia who is um, who, are, who has come into himself now, you have um, Jesus himself. You have Sakatu as a threat. Odega too, offensively, is very good. So, and when you bring in top players into your team, it creates... I, I always tell people, winning a title or getting a top four is not about having 11 
players. You, are, you must have a competitive squad. Mm. And that has been a hedge uh, Liverpool and uh, Man City has had. I mean, that has you know, separated them from the, from, the, from, the, from the rest. They have a competitive squad. So, and I think Arsenal is going to get in there. I'm not going to, I'm not going to get ahead of myself and look for a, for a title winning um, this season. But um, I believe the team is very good because it was fought for. Defensively, Saliba is back. Um, we know what he can do. He's a fantastic ball playing uh, centre back, mm-hmm. and um, it has created a lot of competition in the in that centre area in the defence. The Antony knows he has to fight for his share to take with Zinchenko. So the, all, the only area which I believe he was stressing is that central midfield area, because um, Pate. I don't can give you target uh, matches in the season, mm. so we need to have a backup for him. And um, then, in terms of uh, comp- the, the, the team, you can see that they have a little bit of spine now. They want to win. They have that view. They have that drive. Yep. Uh, they have the confidence and everything. So uh, this uh, this match tonight is a good uh, test to see. Uh, I was telling some of my friends yesterday that look, don't, don't, I mean, the funny joking of Chelsea is not indicating. I mean, some people have the origin of Chelsea that look, Chelsea can't. Don't, don't see it that way. It's just a precision. So, as an Arsenal fan, I'm very positive, and my target is the top four this season, and see how far we can go in the cup games. Right. Um, Ruth, you, you, um, this, you've heard Victor, you've heard Wally, and you've heard um, Bimbo. So, why, 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 why can't Arsenal, why can't Arsenal be challenging um, um, for the title? But let's, let's even go further than that. Tactically, tactically, I, I've seen with the signing of um, Zinchenko and Gabriel Jesus, I also know that um, um, Tierney is going to be, Tierney will probably have a, hopefully, fingers crossed, I'm sure most Arsenal fans will be doing that, that he has a, a better season fitness-wise. So with that, there is a, you can see that, as Wally rightly pointed out, sorry, this sorry. Is, Did you say Tierney? Yes. Okay. Okay. This, as Wale rightly pointed out, this is Mikel Ateta's team now. So there will be no excuses. I am not certain that Ateta has been hired just to to make top four. Except I'm wrong in thinking that that's what, what he's been hired for. But actually, how how what should we expect from from this Arsenal team in going forward in how they will play? Alright, um, I'm very optimistic about the team as well, but like I said in my intro, I won't get to my hopes too high. I think realistically, what Arsenal can go for this season is probably the top four. We have better teams in the league. You would not compare the Arsenal score to the Manchester City or the Agatha of Liverpool as well. And then I, I think the squad that compared to what we have at sports is not the same. So I, don't, I do not think um, Arsenal should be pushing for the title. I think they'll be pushing a bit their weight if they want to go for the title this is realistically what we can get is the top four and um, just be realistic oh, let, let me say that okay, well, that's kind of fact that I, I feel we have fixed the loopholes we have last season injuries was one of our problems last season and then we didn't have the point after Abamayang left even before Abamayang left he wasn't scoring enough goals and I think the, the goal scoring um, 
the ghost storm body and everything was laid on Saka and few of the uh, I think Max Fernandy and Kiro came out at some point and then all the guard as well. But then if those players can keep fit, like the last of Sika said, I can't remember his name, Oli or something, it said something about um Pate. Pate would not be fit for certain games. And I think it's the same thing with DNA as well. Those guys are never going to be fit for certain games. I think they are too injury prone, which I also think is one of the reasons why Odegaard was picked ahead of CNA or Ijaka, um, ahead of CNA or Party because of injury problems. So we have we still have injury problems in that thing, and I think we do not have that squad depth enough. We don't have quality enough on the bench. After it so God forbid, uh, injuries is actually part of the game anyway. If Party, if um, if he gets injured, we will be coming in from in Paris. And in case, and I still think not all Arsenal fans can put their trust in Nikita. So for me, I, I don't think the, the squad is, is, is large or we have enough quality in that squad compared to what we have at City and at Liverpool. So I think realistically, top four should be fine. I know Hakata is as his team now. He wants to build the team around um, younger players and mixed with experience and all of that. But then he has the team, but do we have that? I don't know if I said, do we have that character? I think it was in 2016 or 2015 when we had that chance to win the league. When, when Leicester won, when Leicester City won the league. That should be 2016, I guess. Correct me if I'm wrong, I, I'm trying to remember. Um, that should be 2016. Oh, we have a chance. Mm. Yes, we've lost it. So, I think over the years, this has lost time. has proven that we can't trust them enough. So, I won't be putting all my hopes so high. I think for me, realistically, the top four is just fine. We eat, we are fine, maybe we can give them an outside chance. We are concerned that that's quite all right. We're going for the title without. Right. Right. Um, Maya finally joins us um, from um, Akureyri, I think it is. Thank you for coming on board. Um, Bimbo. Oh, he's gone. Maya is gone. Bimbo. Um, the one thing that is probably being ignored now is um, Arsenal's um, where will the regular goals come from? Do do do, do you think that um, the combination of Gabriel Jesus, um, Martinelli, and Saka will score enough goals to meet the targets for the season? Um, okay, let me first of all address your question, then I'll also comment on one of the statements you made earlier on. Um, and please get me right. While I'm not comparing them, and it, um, it will be utterly... Um, I'm thinking of the word to use. It will be utterly bad to, to put them in that um, level. But the players we have and where the goals will come from reminds me of the invincibles whereby you see your Lumbers, Pires, Ori. It's going to come from all over the park. The way the team is structured is that you will see that threat coming from different angles. Mm. Yes, um, Jesus is free-flowing. He's not your regular number nine. There was a goal he called that I was so shocked that he was catching the ball on the on the wings by the throwing. Gave it to Shaka and Martinelli. And before you knew, 
he was there in the box to get the rebound. So he's going to come from different places, from Saka to Odegaard, from Martinelli. You will even see the wing back. You will see the likes of Gabriel coming from the back. This team is fluid. And you will see it coming from all over the park. One thing I wanted to also point out, uh, somebody mentioned the Arsenal injury problem. It's not just only Arsenal. It happens to all clubs. The difference is that for you to win a title, you don't just need your first level. You need a squad. And when I mean a squad, a squad in depth mm. that they can replace. If a player goes up, somebody else can replace. I looked at when they signed the contract of Nketiah. I said it was a good deal. But I told somebody that Nketiah would not be the main man. But guess what? They believed in him to give him opportunity. And every time he comes on, he will get you. He's not your static back to the goal. He will join the press and everything. And that is what you need in a team coming from different places. So when you talk about injury, I said injury is part of the game. If a player gets injured, who is going to be a replacement? For me, currently, I tell myself that a Saliba coming is like a 70 million, 80 million central defender that you're buying. The boy plays with an intelligence of an experienced Italian defender. He is very cool under pressure that you look at it. And for a 21-year-old, I play football, you know that. But for a 21-year-old to come, to comport himself that way, I was able to watch a few games of, you know, Marcel. Somebody would say, oh, it's the French League. It's not like the English League. We will start with tonight to see him, how he performs. But I think he's been able to prove to the manager that, you know what? I didn't get into the French side, national team, by a fluke. So you have players all over the place. And I listened to Ateta's um, press conference. He had to confess that, look, he rushed the likes of Pierre Tomiyasu because of the squad, and that's why they had those recurring injuries. So if they give them time, if you notice they've not rushed them and everything, this squad will be difficult to build. will be difficult. We have a squad in depth this time around. Maybe one or two players, I won't mind. But we have it. So expect the goals to come from all over the place. Right. Mayo, you're you're welcome. So you're going to I'm going to dive straight to you. Um what what would be your um biggest worry for Arsenal Football Club going into uh, this new season that they are starting at Selhurst Park? Um, good afternoon. Um, sincerely, I apologize for coming in with I'm so sorry. Yes, um, the problems in my country. I apologize. Uh, well, uh, sort of my biggest worry or going to the um match in Arsenal's Park would be, I mean, Arsenal being Arsenal, no, you know, no, over the years, the, we've been bad. I mind the whole season. I mean, the season starting at Selhurst Park. Well, I mean, the whole season. Okay, the whole season, yeah. Mm. It, will, it will still basically be the same thing. Arsenal being Arsenal. Mm. You know, um, yeah, um, last, last season, for example, you, you know, we at some point, it, it was almost certain that we were going to probably get a, a Champions League spot, at least. And all of a sudden, uh, we just, we, we froze. 
towards the imagination. I mean, it's after then you begin to to imagine what happened, and at times you just couldn't really put a finger on it. But I mean, like I did to that at you on Twitter. I mean, this isn't for me. It looks like. My well, hold on. Hold on. I'll come back to you if you can just change your position of where you are. The network is pretty pretty poor where you are. But I'll come back to you. Can you just mute your mic? I'll come. I'll come back to you um, shortly. Wale, you know, you know, um, everybody keeps talking about how how strong Liverpool and Man City are, and all of that. But I always ask this question of people. I ask question of these people that when you look at the players at Liverpool, man for man. The players that their first choice eleven, um, the substitutes that they have. When you look at these people, man for man, are we actually saying that all the players they have are better than all the players that they have at Arsenal? Do we, when we look at when we look at um, the players at Man City, are we saying that the players the players they have are all better than the players at Arsenal? Do we? What, do you not think? I, I think now that football has become so lazy that coaches, everybody's all about um, let's go and get quote unquote supposed best players and they will put them on the pitch. How I I, I think that um, um, coaches have been allowed to get away with not not doing the work because I, I I think especially Liverpool Liverpool are a prime example of a coaching philosophy that is succeeding. So why why can't people fans make the same demand of of their own of their own coaches? Because I, I look at the players now that Arsenal have signed. Why can't we make why can't you while it I will make an make a demand, you and all Arsenal fans, make a demand on your on your manager and say, listen, you have enough ingredients there to to cook up a tattoo winning a tattoo winning storm. Okay, um, thank you very much, Nika. Uh, uh, when you start, when you want to start mapping players, um, talent for talent, skills for skills. I mean, I mean, what you have, what you have seen with Liverpool and Man City is, is it goes beyond honorary uh, player. It's ingraining a culture, a philosophy and culture across the team. I'm very, I've, I've had the opportunity of watching uh, Man City Academy players, under eight players. It's the same philosophy across the board. the same mentality, you know, um, and I think that's the key to for Liverpool. So, the, that cutting edge for these teams is, 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 is the culture and it's also being virtually laid out across all the, um, the from the first team to the Monday um, teams, to the academy. So it's, it's, it's a lot of hard work. 
And that means the 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 the, the coaches are, are the are the on the under eight teams. They share the philosophy of the big boss at the top. So look at look at Liverpool, for instance. I mean, to underscore just said. I mean, um, Origi will just be on the bench for about ten matches. So then you, you you bring him into into a, a good example is against Barcelona in the Champions League of uh, two seasons ago. I think he posting up at Anfield, scores two goals. Next match doesn't come up again. But when you bring him in, it still borders around having a competitive squad. It's not about maybe every player is exceptional. It's creating a winning mentality in the culture. So that's why you see every players come up. When they come in, they give their best. They, 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 they place instruction. They deliver that value across board. So there are some, yeah, you can see tactics. You cannot take talent. Talent is God given, but you now have to now imbibe that culture and uh, um, culture of excellence and delivery for all these players across board. And that is what is going through for and for you to achieve that, you have to get to some players. And this is what Ateta is doing now. I mean laid back players like uh, Pepe, Bellerin, who is possibly not interested in playing for the club again. Players that when you bring them in, they know the mindset of the coach. They know that they have to win. They must be just a winning culture across the board. And it doesn't matter whether that player is average or is super talented. Yeah, there's a mixture of both. You have the talented ones, you have the average ones. I mean, look, look, look at Anderson for Liverpool, for instance, the people of Liverpool. He's, he's, for me, he's, he's an average player, but he has the right attitude. So, which is what? That's why you always play ahead of a navigator. Or even at times, um, um, Thiago Alcantara. But he has, he has what the coach wants. Okay. Have an attitude, so mentality, so and things like what you just knew now. So you are agreeing with me then that um, yes. So that, that, that means we cannot always be. Um, um, we can't always be. Um, what's the word? We can't always be hiding behind this this claim that. Um, these clubs have um, the much better players, so that is why I say, I'm saying maybe perhaps we, we we should put more we should put more emphasis in making more demands of coaches to say no, you need to do the work, you need to start, you need to work harder to get exactly. players, to get players playing in the way. Not going to sign some um, player from Syria. To cream the cracks, you can develop a player to do what you want. And if you notice, um, um, uh, club club does not really just sign players for the sake of signing. It's always it, it, he actually said something to me. He said he hit the transfer windows. He said he hit the transfer windows. He distracts him a lot. I mean, look at the way. I mean, Luis, not that Luis. I mean, barely unknown in the Portuguese league. The guy came into the team, fitted it. So those are the kind of pragmatic ways he has set up his team. And I think, uh, well, to an extent, Guardiola, Guardiola, he has a philosophy, you must fit in. It doesn't matter how big or small you are, you must just fit in into the team. Look at what he has made of that for them. For them, an academy player, barely for nothing, the guy is, at least in the transfer market, about a 70, 60, 70 million pounds player now, and he's English all the same time. So so, Give him that chance. He didn't need to go and buy somebody to replace um, uh, Silver, David um, uh, uh, Silver. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's hard work. That's so, hard work. So I, I would then come to Bimbo. Bimbo, going with all of this, <laughs> why, why should we? 
Because I, 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 I'm telling you now from a purely personal standpoint, I find it absolutely unacceptable. I find it irritating that the season is about to start and everybody, everybody, the idea is that it's, it's between Liverpool and Man City. It's not like Liverpool and Man City are going to, are going to field more than 11 players every game. So it, it seems to, we, we tend to give coaches a pass. Like, don't worry, you don't have the players that Man City and Liverpool have. That's, that's, that should be unacceptable. I, so for starters, I, I don't give that pass. I actually share that BBC uh, prediction, their TV and radio pundit for a reason because I was going to come to that. I don't give coaches a pass. Uh, sometimes um, you can have this um, view and we reel out names of people that succeeded, but we don't talk about the ones they buy. Ask any manager that has been long in the business, they will tell you they had some misses. They expected certain players and those players did not happen. At Arsenal, Francis, Francis Jeffers was, was touted as a new fox in the box, but he never lived up to the expectation. He flopped. Every manager, every club will have that. So I don't give them a pass. Um, I've had the privilege of seeing certain things behind the screen with the likes of Ateta. And I can tell you that this season, this season, Arsenal will be in the mix to challenge for the title. I read that out because none of those pundits believe that they are capable. And it's normal. It's normal. That's their work to put their punditry to work and everything. Mm. The team, it's not about... Uh, somebody mentioned about um, players. If you are good enough, you are old enough. When Saka was given the number seven jersey, some people were saying, is it? He grew through the ranks and he's there. And the club gave him that number seven jersey. Emmett Smith-Rowe got the number 10 jersey. He showed that the manager is ready to go along with that. Now, there are certain things you can't take away. If, an in, for example, somebody comes into my organization and is coming in newly, he might be a weak whiskey from school, but he doesn't have that experience. The, 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 the work is for those that have that experience to guide them, mentor them, and take them. I watched how Saka lost the penalty at Wembley. Mm. That can kill any player. Not to talk of 19-year-old. He got racist abuse, but guess what? The largest section of the society got behind him. And guess what? He's the penalty taker now for Arsenal. Yeah, I noticed that. And I'm telling you, <laughs> I noticed that. Those are the things that those are the things that get you going. And he's not afraid. So if you ask me, it's not just about the level player, it's about the coaches. There is an aspect that the coaches will end their pace. For example, there were some games that I saw whereby um, Arsenal lost. We had a red card. And Ateta, with his backroom staff, changed the whole dynamics of everything that they were doing. And you know what? They changed the tactics. At a point, Jaka was playing left back. At a point, they moved it. Those are when, for me, the coaches and it's onion. You do mm. all those stuff on training, but you also, nobody prays for a record, but you must also sit down. Yeah. You also analyze the opponent. So going back to your question, it's not just 11 players. It's for you to look at how can you dominate. There are games that you sit down, soak the pressure. One of the best games we actually played last season was Man City at the Emirates. We went with them toe-to-toe. -to -toe. 
I had never been. I was shouting and jumping up and screaming because they were there for the taking. But again, a little decision here and there. The most experienced player cost us. Now, I won't put it on it, but guess what? It's a team sport. Mm. It's a team sport. So, the coaches must earn their badges. The likes of, uh, what's it called? Pep and um, Clock. I laugh at people that sometimes say Clock is a catch. I said they should go and give cards to them and let them go and coach a team. We don't know. You don't just come up and say somebody. Some people work because they want the ready-made material. One of the things that has made Ateta survive, he could have gone under, especially after losing those first three games of the season. And guess what? He had the backing of the owner. He said, if you don't feel pressure in football, in any elite sport, then you're not interested. You're in the wrong profession. There will be. Everybody wrote us off. And guess what? It is in those difficult moments that you know the true test of a gaffer. Fast that we talk about with Alex Ferguson, he will tell you he was almost fired, but everybody talks about it, that one of his probably the greatest coach. But they go through that experience. What I like is that Ateta for his first job is jetting at a big club and the owners are backing him 110%. And believe you me, I'm excited. In my over 30-something years I've been following us now, this is looking like the season of the Invincible. I'm not saying we are going to go the <laughs> whole season. Let me so that you don't quote me out of context. But the excitement <laughs> that I have that these boys are capable to go with anybody it will be interesting. Right. That's my fan. Um, Ruth, everybody is um, excited. He's getting vibes of um, of the 2003-2004 season which means that they'll probably get to Old Trafford, have a fight, draw nil-nil, and then carry on. But uh, we'll see how that happens. Um, you, I, he mentioned, there's a game, um, Bimbo mentioned um, a particular match, Arsenal and uh, City at the Emirates. For me, just like that, if observing it at the time, I had actually ticked it off. It doesn't matter what um, Arsenal do here in terms of the running for um, coming, coming, finishing the season fourth. The big game was the visit to um, the Tottenham Sports Stadium. And I remember when the game started, and I remember thinking to myself that Arsenal need all their players to be calm. And it did not take long. Um, Arsenal had a defender sent off and it was it wasn't even who I thought was going to get sent off by tweets during the game I, I thought that Gabriel was going to get himself sent off instead it was holding the manage to get himself sent off in that game and, and this was why this is why I started from the top when I was talking about experience that how important experience is as as Bimbo will remember that invisible team was a very very experienced team they had won the double two years earlier. People forget that. They had won it and they were filled with warriors. I don't see I don't see any warrior in this current Arsenal team. Do you, Ruth? I do, I do, but let me allow let me allow him to answer. Is Ruth is Ruth a master? Let me allow her to answer. Ruth, go ahead. Okay. Mr. Bimba, I was just laughing when he was comparing the squad to me. 
invisible squad. I didn't compare. That's why I said. That's actually, that's actually a comparison. You said. Oh, no, it's not. It's not. I said the okay. way I feel. It's okay, the way you feel. Okay. Yeah, the way I feel. And I said, don't go. Uh-huh. I said that. I said, <laughs> that's the way I feel. There's no problem. Yeah. So it's important. So There's no problem. The way you feel is actually different from the way the whole league feels. And it's different from the way the, the squad feels as well. It's different from the way the you can't, you can't as well. speak. You can't speak for the squad, but let's go on. Absolutely. And I think um, Mr. Bimbo seems to be forgetting something. I love the spirit and I love the way it's... You're still echoing, Ruth. Oh, sorry. I love the way he's... Um, how do I put it? He's optimistic about the team and everything. But then, is it better now? Carry on. Okay. All right. I was saying I love his spirit and then I love the way he's optimistic and all of that. But then, he seems to forget the fact that we are back in Europe. We are going to be playing a lot of games. The Europa League is there. And then we have the cup games. Do we have the... Anyways, we have the squad in depth, but then do we have the quality? That's the problem for me. I've even forgotten the question you asked about because Mr. Bimbo has confused me. <laughs> <laughs> no, my, my, my question was, do you see, do you see any Okay, if this player can keep yes. their head down yes, yes. for the whole of the, for the whole of the test years mm. games. You know, you ask somebody about the fear for the season mm. and I think that's where I'm going to come in from. My fear for this season is just asthma being asthma. Like the way we were being asthma against sports, especially towards the tail end of last season. So that's majorly my fear. And then injuries. And there's few mistakes from Mikel Ateta that loves to treat the team when it's not even necessary. And do we have the character, the strength to carry on? Do, can we keep our heads down for the whole of the game? If it is not rewarding today, it's the Jaka tomorrow. It is even the experienced players in the team that we usually have issues with. I can't remember the last time we had issues with like Michael Saka or or uh, or the guy. I think for those, if we are really going to challenge for the title, like Mr. Bimbo said, I think we need to keep, I don't know the psychologist on that thing, but yes, we really need to keep our heads down and avoid, there were so many avoidable red cards of last season that were not necessary and they eventually led to the, um, to most of the losses we had last season, it was due to one of those red cards or the other. So I think we need to avoid that this season. If you can avoid that, maybe I can see them as a title contender, but I can't even see them as one. Well. Mine is just qualified for the Champions League title. So basically, I think we need to keep our heads down for the whole of the game. Right. Um, Myra, as I as we start the roundup, um, if you've got a young, <laughs> as if you have a 10-year-old nephew, who is actually looking forward to who is looking forward to the season um what how do you how do you um encourage your 10 year old nephew how do you what will you say to this 10 year old nephew that you feel Bimbo has already told us that he has he's getting the vibes the feeling of that 2004 season what vibes are you feeling that you're going to spread to your 10-year-old nephew? Uh, okay. Um, I'm going to try to prepare this team, the vibe I'm getting from this team, with the team. Um, I can't remember exactly the season now, but once I, once I mentioned the incidents, I think everybody will know the team I'm talking about. 
I'm compared, this team all around looks like a team, I mean, where Dallas broke down on the field, where we were, we were almost walking on the league before that. That was the, oh, the, 07, the 07 08 season. You were walking which 07, league? 08, yeah. You which know? league were you walking? The, the year that United won the league and the Champions League? Uh, we, were, we were almost. Oh, almost. Sit down. <laughs> yes, yes, that, that was the year United won the league. I, was, I, I can break down the league. I mean, the, the fiasco happened against Birmingham. Yeah. And after Birmingham, we, we drew three straight games yeah. after Birmingham. Yeah. And United won the league, I think, by one point or thereabout. So without that, those three straight draws, I mean, well, this is permutations all over again. Mm. So I wouldn't want to go into that. It's it, 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 it 30 years ago. But what I'm saying is that without that Birmingham fiasco and the madness that, that followed afterwards, we would have probably walked that league. And this is the team I'm about that because that team was full of talent everywhere. I mean, Sarkis, Fabregas, Leb, Rosicky, Eduardo, everybody talent. But the, what was missing in that team is probably there, there were lots of spineless talent. Uh, and that's where you, I, I feel we really can't compare this team to the Invisible team because that, like, like you rightly mentioned, that Invisible team had Warriors all over. This looked like, I mean, we had a lot of talent players who on their day could stream blood, so sorry, so we stream all any team who on their day, but the effort is to remain on their day. The question is, how are we sure we're not going to get bullied in, in, a, in a game? I mean, like what happened at the beginning of last season, the first game of last season when Brentford bullied us all over the field. So mm. I am hoping that, yeah, I'm hoping that, and that, that seems to be the old tactic against Arsenal. Just, just go there and bully them. But I'm hoping this team will have gotten some really hungry guys. I mean, some really passionate guys. Uh, that we then probably character will have been infused into it. Well, so if like is back to your question, if I'm to uh, advise a ten-year-old, uh, I would just I would just probably tell him, him like guy, you know what? Just enjoy, enjoy this, this the football they play. Don't put yourself because no, honestly, uh, when you say ten year old right now, I actually happen to have a twelve year old son that is that seems to be held in supporting us now. And the the fortunate thing about it is that the, the younger brother keeps talking fun at him that oh, why will you support why will you keep supporting us now? Even that he doesn't put his mind around again <laughs> so uh, so what I tell him is that young man all you need to do is enjoy the football when you wake and do glory I'm hoping honestly I'm hoping I'm excited this is this will not be this will not be the the story this season that I mean we could we would be able to enjoy the football that's, that's one thing for sure then then hopefully we'll get results here and there and like um Ruth earlier said if we if we get a comfortable Champions League place in my books, it's going to be a huge, huge success for for season. I still wouldn't put my hopes so high to thinking we are going to contend for the for the title. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I don't think I want to raise up my hope that much. <laughs> so, where just one word? Where do you think Arsenal will finish in the league? Yeah, I'm open thought. Let's see if we get told. Yeah. That, that, that's 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 a huge huge season. I mean, going by all of the progress we seems to have made, if we, if we get if we finish number three, that would be a huge huge success in my books. Then we can 
probably consolidate on that part. Right. Maybe afterwards. Mr. Taiwo, um, that 07 08 season, Arsenal, the only, this is what I tell people the only reason why Arsenal didn't win the league that season was that they were playing, they were they were competing probably against the the best Sir Alex Manchester United side. That that 07 yeah. 08 season, Manchester United actually scored 80 league goals. I considered only 22, um, yeah. which, which at that time was was really hot. That, that was the United side that had that had Gilles, that had um, Rooney, Tevez, and Ronaldo in hot form. So that that I I, I know that it was it would have been tough to take that title off of um, of Manchester United. So, so for for this season, um, in conclusion, Wally, what what will be um, very quickly if you can what will be a successful season for you yeah so from the context I mean top four third fourth place third fourth place is okay for me I mean I will look back and say yeah it's been a very good season but we can build up on that the next season right um, Ruth I want to yeah. believe that you have you have said that a lot that top four will be Will be a, will be a success for you. Are you still sticking? You're sticking to that. Yes, yes, I already said that. Bimbo, take us home. What will be what will be your final? What will be a successful season for you for Arsenal? Um, for me, it will be a conservative one. Uh, in terms of getting back to the Champions League, going on and winning a trophy, that will add to the... Um, I look forward to being in Budapest for the Europa final. FA Cup is our traditional. We are the kings of the FA Cup. I wouldn't mind that. But guess what? The optimistic me says, you know what? Who says we can't win the league? Who says we can't win? Hope. Hope against hope. But let the season start. The game, take them one at a time. And I'm sure that is what the gaffer will be telling the boys. Take them one at a time. The team is young, but they have some experience in the last two, three years under their belt. And those experiences, you go through those pains together, makes you stronger. So that when you win, you will remember the joy. And those joy live long because you know that we suffered and we went through that thing. You need to have just thought about it. After three games last season, everywhere was it was doomsday, and everybody said, "Fire the manager. We're going in relegation." But guess what? This team has persevered, and this season will be great. So top four at the minimum back to Europe. But who says that they can't spring a surprise and go on and win the league? Fingers crossed. Thank you. I, I, thank you. And, 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 and let, let me let me let me put this. Let me just so, so that I'm putting you. Right. Um, I foresee a situation where one of the so-called top two will capitulate mm. somehow, and one of it between um, well Chelsea. I can't say for now. Tottenham probably as now we take that spot. And mark my words today, 
Liverpool will have very, very good confidence. See, for me, for me, thank you, Wally. For me, sincerely, from the very bottom of my um, heart, as long as either or City and United don't win, uh, City or Liverpool don't win the title, I'll be, I'll be fine. Really, I know that I I know where that is coming from, but don't worry. (laughs) No, 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 it's not. It's not really. It's not really that. I, I. One of the things I had kept that has kept me with them, with regards to the Premier League and um, different from a lot of other leagues, has been the variety of winners. I I find it absolutely unacceptable that um, City have won four of the last five titles. That, that should, that's wrong. That is that is not that shouldn't nobody no other team in the league should be happy with that. And I that's why I would rather some a third team should just come through and show others that it is actually possible um for this to be done. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I thank you. I thank you all so very much for for being a part of this Arsenal themed and um, your sports memo podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure having you guys on um, the board. Thank you, Bimbo. Thank you, Ruth. Thank you, Myra, with your two boys that are struggling with you with Arsenal. Uh, thank you, Wally. <laughs> thank you all so very, very much. Thank you very much. The thing that cannot, can, the thing that cannot do for you people in this world by dragging all of you into Arsenal is a long, long matter. But anyway, thank you. Thank you all for being hope, a part of this. Know, hope you know that I'm an exception. No, you are an exception. <laughs> you are an exception, Bimbo. Our problem, our own problems date far, far, far back. Well, it's all right. Thank you. Thank you all so very much right. for being part of the show. Thank you very much for having us, Mr. Bimbo. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah. And thank you for listening to this first episode of the 2022-2023. Premier League and all round European season episode of your Sports Memo Podcast. My name is Kevin Emekomuka and it's been my privilege to be your host on the show this episode. Um, until I bring up all the other clubs, keep being you. Peace.